0: Hey folks, it's Chef Wanza from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to my podcast called Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! Hey folks, how's everybody doing? Everybody having a good week? Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm recording this intro a little bit l- later than I usually do. I actually waited till Thursday um, to actually record this in the morning. Um, no real reason just had an exhausting Wednesday and frankly fell asleep so it's my laziness I apologize if anybody wants to turn off the podcast hit pause find the next one I won't I won't hate you I understand but all right that's enough of that so you know, this podcast is, is usually about deconstructing world-class crowdfunding campaigns, um, you know, talking to the creators of them and talking to them while a campaign's active. But this week, I, I decided to do a li- something a little bit differently. Um, I sat down uh, and had a really in-depth conversation with my business partner and our chief communications officer, Paul Luan, about hashtag strategies. And now some of you might also turn the podcast off because you're like, hashtag strategies, who wants to talk about that? But hashtag strategies are an important thing that we actually do for most, I wouldn't say most, all of our campaigns. And it's it's something that I think is changing. Um, we get a lot in the conversation, a um, good five minutes or so, about the new Instagram update and how it's taking on Snapchat and how hashtags may or may not be a part of using that tool. Um, I think that's still something that we're, we're all figuring out if you're into marketing. So... So, so that's what that conversation is is really about, and it's definitely some inside baseball. But if if you're starting out um, thinking about doing a campaign, you're going to want to start this hashtag strategy, you know, weeks, excuse me, weeks before, maybe even months before. Um, if you're just doing digital marketing for your company or some social media, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. So, I really thought that this was yes, inside baseball, but still very valuable if you are thinking about marketing your company. So, every you know, last few podcasts, obviously, I've been talking a lot about the vacation. That's been the big thing that's happened uh, recently. Um, But I kind of wanted to get into some possible cuckoo talk, and I understand it's going to sound a little weird, but I have a fairly light ability to uh, foresee events happening. So just to be a little personal, there was a few times when I was up north where uh, I got a little frustrated because I had this inkling or this premonition that this may or may not be the last time I go up to this cottage. Again, cottage I've been going for 30 years and a cottage that has a you know an area that has a very, uh, very impactful, um, you know, it's just impacted my life in, in so many good ways. So, so during the week, I had a healthy amount of these premonitions that this might be the last time this is happening, this is happening. And then obviously everybody heard about my wedding ring f- fiasco. So, you know, that added to it. But definitely right around Thursday, I started, you know, at, towards the end of the week, really discussing with my wife that this is probably going to be the last time we're up here. And she took it as a, you know, me being dramatic and stuff like that. And when we left Saturday, I really spent a good 40 minutes um, just really taking it in because I definitely had a... I just knew, I just knew this is going to be the last time that I I sit down by this river. Um, You know, I don't know, just really, really emotional and really thinking about, um, you know, change, you know, just change in general. So, drove home, thought nothing really more of it, um, felt confident that, you know, whatever. And as soon as I got home on uh, Monday, had a conversation with my mom and got the word that the cottage was sold. And... Everything I thought was going to happen is probably going to happen. It was sold to somebody that nobody knows. Um, not sure exactly what the future holds, but more than likely that was the last time going up to the cottage. So that was a very, that's a small glimpse into a, something that happens to me actually quite often, and I don't talk about it very often because it can throw me into cuckoo land or mad scientist land quickly, but I have a ton of these sort of, premonitions of what the future is going to hold or what an event's going to be like and literally nine out of ten times I'm almost spot on and I think people that are real close to me my business partners and my wife you know would probably agree to that you know nobody wants to hear that because it's again so cuckoo but it does happen and I was talking to my real good buddy of mine about it and you know he, he, he was mentioning a couple stories that he has other friends that have had more spiritual type of scenarios around this. Um, and I, I, I am not a spiritual guy, but it is something where, you know, I can see how these stories would be, would be blown up and talked about more. So I, I don't know what to think about it, but it is something that is around me and, something, and stuff that's happened, uh, you know, in my life and something I'm very conscious about. Uh, and I bring this up because today I have a therapy session, and I'll probably be discussing it in a little more detail, maybe, maybe try to figure out if there is a way to not only harness what I have, but explain it in more elegantness or detail to the people around me so that they know that I'm, I might be seeing something coming a week, a week down the road, two weeks, a year from now. Or inevitable change, and I think it's—I find myself getting into scenarios where I'm almost the bad guy because I'm telling you, like I, I just know this is going to happen. So, my example, this is this is what was ha- really happening up north is I was putting more pressure on this vacation to make the memories better, whatever that means. I know that's a you know, uh, you know, very generic term, but. But I was definitely putting more pressure on it just knowing that deep down somewhere in my brain, down in my heart, I knew this could be the last time. And, and I couldn't explain it well enough for my wife to get it so that maybe – not that she would – anything would really change. But she would understand kind of where I was coming from more as opposed to lunatic land, which is sometimes where people think I'm coming from. So so that was weird. The other kind of – there's been two, two – you know, um, slogans or lines or um, credos in my head that kind of my therapist put in my brain that I've really been fighting a lot. And maybe you that fight these things too. One of them is, is Albert Einstein's uh, very famous saying, "Is you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over without getting new results, you know, you're, you're the insane one. And I, I get told that to me so often, Right. So often have people been like, you know, you just keep doing the same thing. And I I think I have an argument to fight it now in my head where, yes, without context, that statement makes a whole bunch of sense. But in context, if you are the entrepreneur or if you have an idea that you believe, you truly believe in will help change the world, then you have to run your head into a wall 50 times, 1,000 times. 10,000 hours I mean I totally believe in the 10,000 hour rule I didn't change personally as a mix engineer until I know I crossed 10,000 hours my mixes after 10,000 hours became I could do it in 10 seconds they were so much easier and that 10 you know, I'm obviously over exaggerating a little bit but everything became so much easier my thought patterns came easier and I would stand back and go the only way I got to that was by literally running into a wall 10,000 hours you know doing it right, doing it wrong, changing this, little bit of this, little bit of that. But at the core, I was clinically insane to be doing that. And that's what I find is the story in almost all these crowdfunding campaigns. It's the story in, you know, in almost all these entrepreneurs that I read about. It's it's a consistent story. You know, the ability to basically block out all of the garbage around you. I've blocked out my parents telling me that I'm, I should stop doing what I'm doing. I've blocked out my girlfriends at the time. I've blocked out my wife. Sorry, babe, if you're listening, but it's the truth because people don't see what, what either what I'm seeing or what I think the future is going to be holding. So, so that's how I see all this stuff tying in is, is what I do right now, this sort of crowdfunding consulting. I think crowdfunding is going to continue to grow and grow and grow. What I'm concerned about is the changes that's been happening in crowdfunding. You know, the changes of that if you, it's, it is becoming a, you have to have money. You, you frankly almost have to hire an agency to have big success. And I'm not talking about, hey, listen, if you can do a $5,000 goal on your own big, no, that's awesome. I, I, I mean, I, I still think it's awesome. But if you're going to do the big campaigns, you've got to have help. You've got to have Facebook dollars, or Facebook ad dollars to be spending. If you don't the chances of you succeeding are are really, really, really low. All of these channels that we used to take for granted or use, they've all, you know, they're all uh, walled off gardens. You've got to pay to play. So that's a concern I have. But I still think that crowdfunding, the concept of it, this concept of groups working towards goals, is a powerful one. So, you know, what I'm even talking about right now... I, I'm one out of 10 people who talks this way or believes this way. So I'm, I'm usually, you know, my wife has no idea. Ask If you ask my wife what I do, I send emails. No idea. No idea past that. Um, she just knows that at some point, oh, yeah, okay, a website showed more money. The, the misconception, you, you know, so for some of you might not know, but each week I do basically free crowdfunding consulting for about 20 minutes if you sign up. like I'll, I'll talk to anybody about it. I'll talk about your project. I, uh, you know, I usually send out some, some emails to people if I, I see a project stumbling and, and, and they can call me and talk. Nine out of 10 times the conversation is people thought Kickstarter or Indiegogo was just a big pile of money on the internet somewhere and they're just going to go up and grab what they want. And I know that the, people are like, no, that's not exactly what I think, but that's what their conversations are. They don't understand the outreach. They don't understand how to use influencers. They don't understand how much work it takes even to do a $7,000 campaign. And I, we can point in the direction of people who are struggling with small goals and just didn't really estimate how much work it takes. And you know, the amount of people who just f- throw out $100,000, $70,000, $400,000, that's what my goal should be, those are lunatics. Those are crazy people. Those are the people who are not truly comprehending what's going on behind the scenes to achieve a quarter of those goals, an eighth of those goals, whatever it might be. So, so kind of bringing this all together, I, I, I'm, 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 I, you know, I, that's my therapist brought up that that I have to start thinking about that Einstein quote. I think it's incorrect. I think it doesn't fit for my personality. I don't think it fits for an entrepreneur's personality. Um, I think it's, I think to think the other way is what the norm is. And the norm is not what our culture is striving for. I think we're at a time where our culture is changing everything. Everything is changing. I look so forward to life next year because who who knows what technology is going to be around or whatever it might be. You know, um, so the other kind of quote, quote is the wrong word, but um, sort of, again, life credo is, is that my therapist brought up that I'm also struggling with, which, like I said, this afternoon I'll have a, a much more in-depth conversation with. But the other one is that he really has this kind of conviction that people really don't change. And I fundamentally, fundamentally, at a big-time core, you know, don't believe in that as well. Is the People that, again, take my closest people. I know I've changed. If I was having this exact same podcast 10 years from I was awful with money. I'm still not very good with money, but I at least keep track of it all. Because if I did not do that in the past, man, I was all over the place. And, you know, having a wife who's very conservative with money, having children, it changes you. You have to change. I could have totally not adapted and you know where i would be even more broke than i am right now so that's a change i think you can totally change behavior uh i I use an app uh called coach.me and and it's a small app but it's daily reminders to floss every day and people are like "Oh, oh that's so easy it's not it's not easy and a healthy reminder to floss every day that's okay you know and I'm currently on 60 Days of Flossing. You know, the amount of, of, of AA stories that I hear from 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 people and, you know, even listening to the greats podcast like Mark Barron and discussing, people change 17 years, sober, 18 years. You know, people have that ability. So whenever I'm in these sort of therapy sessions and, and, you know, the outcome is, you know, people just don't change and you have to, you know, that's incorrect. People, I think I think a goal is, is for people to grow and change together as close as possible. Nobody's ever going to change into their, you know, everybody has their experiences differently, age differently, all these other things. But I think the goal is to be in the ballpark of changing together. So like I say this to my wife a lot, where I hope that we're changing in season. It might not be on, it's never going to be on the exact day or the exact week, but we're changing in season. And as we're growing and as my beard continues to get more and more white or my hair falls out more, I'm hoping that we're, her and I are changing, not core stuff, but just changing things we do. Right now, the big one right now is eating. All focus right now is on eating. Uh, whole ba- uh, whole foods, you know, plant-based, um, cooked home meals, that's the big that's a big thing. Are both of us going to get on it? No. You know why? I had pizza yesterday at a client uh, video shoot. I had Jimmy John's day before at a meeting. That was my lunch. At night, though, I ate whole grain. You know, Have I gotten it 100%? No, but I'm working on it. So I digress. I, I'm, on a, I'm on a bit of a rant. But i got a couple here. Let me, let me break this down. i got a couple other things going on right now. So if you've checked out, make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter. Uh, I send out stuff usually uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, blog type stuff or, you know, really good readings. Every Friday I I send out my uh, five things I found on the internet that I I dig. So that'll usually be, uh, you know, an app I'm using, a a movie I might be watching that's awesome, or a documentary, Uh, just cool stuff that I think you would dig as well. So that comes out on Friday. So you can sign up for that as well. Make sure... If you're digging this podcast, please sign up and subscribe on iTunes. Leave me a review. So helpful. Um, uh, I'm going to be doing a strategy next week that I'll probably be talking about on this podcast where I'm going to try to break the iTunes algorithm. And I got to get this podcast growing. That's my big goal here. We're on episode – this will be episode 15. So I've got enough content, I believe in the can, to start really working on this. And I think think what I'm starting to hear – early responses from kind of close friends is that there's some good content on here. So not trying to blow myself. I just, that's what I'm hearing. So, um, so yeah, so please, if you're digging this, make sure you subscribe. Um, And then also check out the last few blogs. Um, They're definitely app based heavy, but uh, I have a great blog up there of apps I use. Um, Check that out. Uh, There's some really cool tools. I actually mentioned coach.me in there. Um, The other blog is, is something called paste. It's small, free, App that has changed a ton for me, um, so check that out. And like I said, in this episode, we're gonna get into it right now. But it's me sitting down with Paul Iwan our chief communications officer at Woodshed Agency, who has a huge history in um, um, game design and publications, so a, an expert in this field. And we break down hashtags, hashtag strategies, and how you should be using them for your either your crowdfunding campaign or just your marketing campaign in general. All right, let's take it to my conversation with Paula. Mm.
1: You've been gone for so long. I couldn't sleep for weeks. It's been so cold. I gave her a soul. I bloomed up out of her like a rose.
2: hello
0: hello hey what's going on
2: (laughs) what's a good word oh you know same old all right
0: at least it's the same old right
2: well no it's not the same old i mean my truck's in the shop okay so
0: so that's officially in the shop then
2: it's well it's in the shop yeah
0: what's the diagnosis officially or is there yet?
2: no diagnosis yet
0: okay so but it is just still sitting there
2: it's it's sitting there yeah i took it in today that the actual appointment and the schedule isn't until friday but she said i could bring it in early and maybe they'd have a chance to look at it early so that's what i did i couldn't drive it anyway so right
0: so uh, you chose a pretty hot day to drive it over there it was pretty hot out
2: today yeah it was it was pretty hot um it can make it five or six miles without redlining Mm -hmm. so um so it did it, you know.
0: All right, all right, all right. Cool. So let's talk about hashtags, huh? Who's
2: all excited, right. Who's
0: excited about hashtags?
2: You've had a good day. I can tell you've had a good day. No,
0: no. That, that's for another call.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, that is for another call. Um, but, yeah, so I was thinking that uh, we would just kind of discuss some hashtags uh, for the podcast and kind of your take on them. And maybe what you would do if you were starting a project from scratch and you didn't have a hashtag strategy. So yeah, all right. So so I think uh, kind of my first question is, what is in your mind a hashtag and then a hashtag strategy? Very basic, very very general, very basic.
2: Yeah. Okay. So so very general. Um, The hashtag is the string of letters and or numbers with the. A little cross hatch symbol in front of it that you tag on to the end of a post on Twitter or Facebook or Google Plus or Instagram that supports them and it allows people to, uh, you know, click through that hashtag and see everything that anybody has posted publicly uh, that they've used that tag on. So essentially. If you're using them, it's your way of sort of carving out a portion of a public conversation
0: and subsetting it. Hmm. All right. All right. So, so if you are a brand new company or a brand new idea, how would you approach using them and you know, what would your hope be by implementing some sort of strategy around them?
2: yeah so um so depending on the platform you you want to use more than one uh on twitter i think you want to use anywhere you want no fewer than two you know up to four on instagram you know as many as you know seven to eleven you know maybe even a little bit higher all the um all the data analysis that you see out there uh, sort of, you know, guide you in that direction for the, you know, for those numbers. Uh, And, and the real key to succeeding is because you've got a new business and you want to, you want to draw attention to your business. You want to get followers on Instagram. You want to get followers on Twitter and you want to get high quality followers. You could, I mean, if you want, I mean, if you want to buy five thousand followers on Twitter, you can go out there and you can pay somebody and you can get five thousand followers, but they're they're garbage followers. They're not interested in your business. They don't have any idea of what you're doing. Uh, they're junk. And and the you know you can get good quality followers with uh, with a with a hashtag strategy. And the you know it's, essentially what you do is you you come up with some hashtags that are pertinent. And, and unique to your business. So for Woodshed Agency, we always use hashtag Woodshed Agency, and and then you use these hashtags in conjunction with uh, ones that are being used more generally, like quote of the day or daily affirmation or um, and and so people who are. Moving around on Instagram or on Twitter, you know they're uh, they're you know they post a quote of the day of them you know themselves and they click through the hashtag and they see what other people have posted. They're gonna find a, a quote of the day post that has your woodshed agency hashtag attached to it or your successfully funded hashtag attached to it, and they're gonna click through on that and they're gonna see other stuff that's been posted. And ultimately, it draws them back to you. And uh, and maybe they follow you because they they've had an opportunity to see what you're up to, to, to become a little bit interested in you in you know in you and who you are, what your business is all about, and uh, and it's all through that you know the the you know, using hashtags and combinations that you accomplish that.
0: Yeah, I think it's also a um, it's a good way to put humor in your brand or, you know, a a different sort of voice, depending on your brand, Um, you know, by being and and maybe being on topic to something that's happening in real life, a TV show that's very popular. Um, You know, I remember back in the day, Breaking Bad was, you know, when that was at its highest, you know, that hashtag, I saw, I feel like I saw a lot of companies attempting to connect somehow to that, you know, eyeballs by using the same Breaking Bad strategy. And I've also seen it go the opposite way where it's, where it's blown up on people, you know, where they're, you know, insensitive about something. Um, But I do do think it's a good way to, to, to get your business into those conversations.
2: You're, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, one of the things that we talk about with our clients is how important it is to, the, the the personal element that, you know, we're talking about social media and, you know, to, to have your personality out there. And so, you know, Absolutely, you, you know, uh, users out there on all of these platforms are so capable of seeing when they're being advertised to, and just you know, passing over. Mm-hmm. But if you're connecting with things that they're interested in, you know, Breaking Bad. Um, if you know, if you're connecting with the Olympics, if you're connecting with you know the you know the current conversation out there. Uh, you're putting your personality out there, and you know people feel like they understand you, and they. Um, uh, you're getting out from behind the wall of your corporate logo and your, you know, carefully crafted, uh, you know, corporate branding messages, and uh, you know, it's it's no secret that uh, I mean, it's no surprise that uh, when a when a company sort of uh, does that. I mean, I remember hearing one uh, not so long ago about somebody from, uh, I think it was the uh, the Transit Authority in San Francisco was tweeting about downtime on the rail system. And he was just being super honest about yeah, don't expect it to be up. And he, I mean, he had a lot of sort of honesty in there. And suddenly all those tweets went viral right. because you saw the personality of, you know, behind the organization and it was and it was real, and that's you're, what you're talking about is exactly that. You know, uh, show some personality, show that you're watching Game of Thrones. You know,
0: right? Yeah, I, I see that as a company, though. If you are part of a bigger business, though, being, uh, I can see the higher ups being nervous about that. You know, uh, maybe they don't want to be tied to Game of Thrones, but you know, they are. Yeah to be popular
2: that day you know yeah um, I don't know I mean I think it's a new landscape this I, the uh, I mean if you've ever seen a, a power Twitter user um, you know looking at their stream of content they just slash their way through the ads I mean it's it takes milliseconds for you to you know we're so highly attuned as human beings to when we're being advertised to and marketed to and when something's a crafted message, that people just slash through that stuff. Right. Uh, crossing out the ads, you know, clicking the box that says the ad's not relevant or the ad appears too much, boom, 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 you know, and all that stuff just becomes gone. If, as a business, if you can't figure out how to, I mean, if you want to participate in social media marketing, that means participating as a person.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's and that's that's a that's a struggle. I mean, it, I, I feel it even for which Agency, and there's only you know a handful of us. I still feel like there still has to be a, a central voice, and that's a struggle to get to with these tools being spread out across multiple platforms, and each tool having their own, you know, strategy behind them. And and you know, you want to have some personalness, but not a, not too much. You know, who's going to be that guy that wants to be personal? So, so let's let's flip over to to some tools. What tools have you been using? Uh, or, or what tools would you suggest to use if you are searching hashtags or, or trying to just get familiar with something that's hip and cool?
2: Yeah, I think the the tool that I use the most is the website Hashtagify.me, and it helps you find tags that that are related to, to other tags. So, um, so if I'm going to post quote of the day, you know, um, you know, I might look up to find other hashtags that are related to that and you might see it as hashtag quote of the day all spelled out, but some people use hashtag QOTD, you know, as an abbreviation
1: mm-hmm. and
2: by na- navigating through this sort of, I mean, it does a graphical sort of mind map thing and you can sort of click from tag to tag and, you know, find other things. So you might find like daily affirmation or, you know, things that are actually relevant to the image that you're posting on Instagram or that you're posting on Twitter and, uh, and you just, you know, you, you pick the best ones and you stack them on. And the other, you know, upside of that is you can actually see how well you're doing. Um, if, you know, if you search on woodshed agency and you see that, you know, people who use that tag also use crowdfunding, you know, mm-hmm. then um, then you know that you're starting to create, uh, you know, you're creating a relationship out there where, you know, that, that people are going to – it's going to be obvious to people. So
0: – a tool that I found, um, and I, you and I haven't actually had a, had a chance to discuss this, but I found a, a tool called Keyhole um, uh, a couple weeks ago that I've been just kind of playing with a little bit. It's keyhole.co, um, and it's, it's a uh, hashtag and keyword tracking software, and I've been messing around with it a little bit, but it's pretty intriguing to put in um again, popular hashtags I, I might actually i would probably double up on this I'd probably use hashtagify uh, the one you mentioned because you and i have we've used that in the past to actually find you know a solid hashtag and then use hashtagify to find you know let's just say the next five that are at, you know in that same ballpark and then use this this tool keyhole to actually um, monitor how all of those are doing and and then you can also put your your um, hashtag in there as well to to kind of see how you're flowing in the, I guess, stream of conversation around that hashtag. So pretty, pretty unique tool. Like I said, I've only been messing around a little bit, but I think it's something to check out too uh, when, uh, around hashtags. so
2: That's cool. You know, I'll drop another one out there then. I just watched a tutorial video yesterday, I think, on a tool called Magnify, and I haven't, I have not tried it yet. Um, but, you know, When you're hand typing out a whole bunch of hashtags and you're using a tool like, you know, hashtagify me, you're jumping around a lot to like, you know, accomplish a single Instagram post. And what Magnify does is it allows you to shortcut. So you could you know, you you type in a shortcut hashtag, which is starts with hashtag magnify underscore and then something else. And uh and it's got a bunch of defaults in there. And it'll drop, you know, drop in as many as thirty tags or, or something like that, that are all sort of related to your, you know, to your single tag. Um, I think that's the least interesting aspect of the functionality because it feels like hashtag spam to me. Mm-hmm. The more interesting aspect of it is you can customize your own tag groupings on it, and it's a mobile app, so you can do your own shortcuts for combinations of tags that you're using all the time. So mm-hmm. woodshed, for instance. We post so much about crowdfunding or we post so much about, uh, uh, you know, uh, digital marketing or um, or whatever that, um, you know, we could have, you know, buckets of tags, you know, associated with it and, uh, and it'll save you some typing, you know, if you're doing quote of the day and you always, you know. Put daily you know daily affirmation or something along along with it um
0: that would be a huge time saver as the one posting a lot of this stuff i am i basically have folders saved of like you know hashtags and of like what you just described quote of the day um thank god it's fried or you know the, the tgif stuff you know these sort of yeah. you know the, the the tried and true the old uh, the old standards the old <laughs> the old good ones you know that, that you always go back to like, I have those stored all over the place, and I just, you know, try to grab them. But the, the other thing, I, I'm i intrigued on where hashtags go in terms of Instagram with Instagram's new feature of stories because that's a whole different animal. I don't know how much you've looked into that, but I um, had a chance today on that video shoot to basically, if you follow us on Instagram and you go and you watch the, my stories from today, you know, I probably did 30 of them and never once did it hashtags an option. Um, I... Instagram had a completely different mindset. It looked, it was just like Snapchat for me today. And I'm very intrigued as to where hashtags and hashtag strategies go for Instagram literally right now um, because it wasn't even an option to post them in stories. So that's something I'm, I'm intrigued to watch on um, coming up here. So,
2: yeah, that's cool. I think, I mean, I think Instagram as a platform has a A ton of untapped potential so you know I mean beyond hashtags I think um, it's a it's a platform with a with a ton of potential that um, we haven't really dug into yet yeah the
0: the 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 stories features on it um, I mean it's a blatant ripoff of Snapchat so I mean uh, comically uh, in terms very comical how they ripped it off so but it just today was a day where it just changed that tool changed mentally for me, you know, as to what you can and can't do with it. So, um, so the,
2: the stories feature on Snapchat is the, um, it's the one for the big players, right? Where ESPN has us a, no, a, that's called, discover. that's discover.
0: Right. Man, I, it, it's fine. Cause I did, I did Snapchat on my entire vacation and I, you know, probably did a hundred photos you know, in five days, six days, you know, maybe 13 people saw them, you know, where <laughs> just today, on our Woodshed account, did the exact same mindset in terms of stories, just kind of posting quickly, quickly, quickly with some funny, you know, writing on it or whatever. And we had, we had double that just in today on, on the story section, which is, you know, everybody's on Instagram, everybody's on Facebook, it, you know, it, that's why I'm so intrigued on it, because we have had such, I think we've had pretty good success using a hashtag strategy through Instagram that I'm just wondering if that has now fundamentally changed because of the, of the way I think people are going go to go. Instagram made a fundamental change. They literally took Snapchat's business model and is just saying we have more eyeballs. And <laughs> people like me are using it and not using Snapchat, right? Like, or people like you are using Instagram and not Snapchat, right? So yeah. you have Snapchat functionality, stories, the, the the stories will disappear tomorrow, you know, so, like, you gotta tune back in, all that same stuff, but, like I said, no, nope, I, I didn't put a single woodshed agency video production, uh, you know, notes for notes hashtag on anything today, it just, because it wasn't an option, so, something to, something to keep the eyeballs on, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting business move, it's the, I mean... Uh, I I mean, there's only a few articles out because this happened, what, last Thursday when I think this update happened for Instagram? But it's such a blatant ripoff. I mean, it's all, they, you know, Instagram uses the exact same stories or the same titling, stories and, you know, Discover and, you know, it's at the same market. It's all the same. It's so weird, you know?
2: So the, so the content expires just like it does on Snapchat. Yep. But there's no hashtag.
0: Right. It Only in that section of Instagram, you still have access to the old, I don't even know if that's the right term, the old Instagram or the original Instagram, the, yeah. you know, you can still do that and still have all the access to that. But I'm just wondering how fast people are going to gravitate to this story section as opposed to Instagram as it is right now. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely worth if you're into marketing and into this sort of, you know, stuff to literally mess around with, because I think it's going to, if your business had a strategy for Instagram, it will be changing. You know, if, if you had something wrote out like, "Hey, this is what we're going to do for 2016-2017," it has officially changed. So, um you you it's and it's obvious too as soon as you log in on it,
2: but yeah, the the demographic on Snapchat is so young and so desirable for that reason and um and it's, you know, Instagram, I think has a you know, it has an older demographic, not super old, you yeah, know. I think but, it's a
0: wider demographic. I think it yeah. still has some young. I think they're still young on there, yeah. um, you know, but. You
2: know. You're right. Wider is better. Yeah. yeah. Wider is the, the right lens on that.
0: Yeah. It's so cool tool. Definitely. Definitely. But it's just, you know, but I, I just saw it as like eyeballs, you know. Eyeball, more eyeballs were here than snapchat and the mentally as a marketer or as somebody basically you know talking about myself you know or showing off personalness i mean today was personal so if you if you look on it yeah i have a funny photo of sean sweating his ass off you know uh setting oh. up the gear you know what i mean and i just you know you, but you've got to do the snapchat funny right like sweating and an arrow you know what i mean like you know, yeah that wasn't instagram instagram was the classy photo and this conversation might be changing into Instagram slash Snapchat, but it still is all really when it all that I didn't have any hashtag strategy today, you know, and it could have been video production, um, you know, crowdfunding, Kickstarter, uh, you know, notes for notes, nonprofit music. I mean, there could have been a hashtag strategy to used today and it wasn't available in a nutshell. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely interesting. Yeah. So, so I guess if somebody would would be struggling with this whole concept of it, um, where would you point somebody first? Like, how would you get somebody off the ground with this whole strategy? Because we have a couple clients that aren't getting it yet, and yeah. you know, what, how would you tell? What would you tell them to do first?
2: Yeah, I th- you know, I think uh, I think we posted my blog post about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know it's in essent- essentially it's the same thing you know that that I just said you know you've 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 got to come up with with some that uh, you've got to come up with a couple of hashtags that are unique to your business and use them in conjunction with you know more widely used popular hashtags. Well,
0: how about even that? Let's break that down a little bit. So let's just say I have a photography business, right? Just. All I know is I, I shoot weddings. I'm a photographer. I do weddings. Yeah. And and everything else that we're talking about right now is, you know, I might as well be speaking French. What would I do yeah. first?
2: All right. So the first thing is you're going to, you, you want to figure out the unique hashtag that's just your business. So, you know, you're, you know, Jeff Wenzel photography, you know, mm-hmm. or Wenzel photography. Um and you're going to use that consistently in that way. You're not going to mix it up. You know, you're not going to sometimes do Wenzel shoots photos. Right. You know, you're, you're going to do, you know, I mean, maybe you'll do that too. But, you know, you're, you've made a decision that, you, you know, hashtag Wenzel photography is going to go on all your stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, and then beyond that.
0: So let's, real y- quick, all my stuff. What does that mean to you? What is all my yeah. stuff? Where am I um, putting this Wenzel photography?
2: Okay, so um, when I when I when you post to Instagram, it's a it's a tag that goes in the text along with the um, along with the image that you're posting. When you post on Kickstarter, or, I'm sorry. When you post on Twitter, it's uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> when you post on Twitter, I'm going to cough again. I'm sorry. <coughs>
0: <laughs> Just giving me some y'all, editing. Y'all. Just giving me some editing to do. That's all. I'm sorry about that. That's no, no. all right. You know,
2: when you post on Twitter, that hashtag goes in at the end of whatever you post. So if you post a, um, so if you're out at a wedding and you say, you know, and your tweet is shooting a great wedding, wedding at Heinz Park, you tack on hashtag Wenzel Photography. Gotcha
0: would I, in, in your mind, would I try to include this somewhere on a website or anything?
2: Um, yes, I would, I absolutely would. I think if I had a photo gallery on my website, the, I would, you know, I'd watermark hashtag Wenzel photography on my photos. I, um, I do a call out to it, you know, um, watch my hashtag on Thursday. I'm going to be shooting live at the, uh, at the Detroit Tigers baseball game. <laughs> um, you know, I would use the hashtag in that way. I'd promote the hashtag on my website. I'd promote it in my um, Instagram profile. I'd promote it on my you know on my Facebook page with a pinned Facebook post and say, "Hey, watch for my hashtag on uh, on Twitter. I'm going to be you know when I'm out live shooting. You you see my stuff. You know, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, so beyond that, you know, beyond that hashtag. I'm going to have a constellation of hashtags that are things that are interesting to me that I know that are also interesting to other people that I use all the time. So it might be wedding photography. It might be makeup photography. It might be makeup. It might be uh, burning building. You know, it's it's whatever I'm, you know, uh, whatever I'm into. Uh, This is sort of a... A shifting group of, of tags, probably after a while, I'm going to realize, Hey, you know, I take a lot of photos of, uh, at car shows or whatever. And so I'm going to add that into the mix. Uh, but basically it's, a Hey, these are things that I'm interested in and that I, that I do stuff with. Um, it might, you know, if I, if I keep a daily journal, it might be, you know, it might be that, you know, daily journaling, you know, would, would be a tag that I use, uh, and uh, and then beyond that sort of set, then there's that's when you start to get into like hashtagify me and you know uh, and current events and you know uh, what the the national conversation is right now, what the global conversation is like you know mm-hmm. um, right now, and uh, and you're using you know your consistent battery of hashtags your wenzel photographies your you know um uh you know your daily journaling or whatever and uh or your and you're using it in conjunction with uh the wider conversation
0: is there any wrong way to do this like just flat out in your mind like i guess in your mind man you you know Wenzel photography, you you really messed up hashtagging, you know.
2: Yeah, the I, you know, I mean the the wrong way. I I mean, I think there are a couple of wrong things that you can do with social media. You know, I think you should avoid religion and politics. I don't think you accomplish anything with that. But I think in terms of like actual hashtagging, the the only wrong way is to use other people's hashtags without carving out your own. Uh, you know your own hashtags yeah. without carving out your own part of the public conversation. If all I ever do is use photography, quote of the day, Detroit Tigers, and I never insert myself, insert my brand, insert my name, insert my you know uh, my humor, you know, um, you know if if I if I never do that then all I'm doing is casting myself, you know, out into the void and right. not uh, drawing people into relationships with me. And that's all that... I mean, that's what social media is all about, is... I mean, people th- Here's the thing about, about hashtags. Here's the thing about, uh, you know, questions or circles on Google Plus or, you know... Um, people think that they want a very... You know, narrow. You know, I want Michael Phelps. You know, that's what I'm looking for right now. You know, I want. You know, uh, uh, Katie LeDecky. I want. You know, uh, uh, the quote of the day. You know, but it's not what people really want. They don't want just that. People participate in social media because they want relationships with other people. They want to find new people who are like them that they relate to, and they want to. they want to feel like social media is a landscape of people that they know, and and so what you're what you're doing is uh, you're giving people a a glimpse of your personality by putting yourself out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, so you know there, there's a, there's a blog post that I've got in me that that I'm that I'm gonna write at some po- point about baby photos. Pe- people's People say clients ask, you know, should I post baby photos? And the answer is yes, you should, and you should hashtag them baby photo. Right. Or you know, and and you're not posting your baby photo because you want compliments. Oh, what a cute baby! You know, you're posting it because you want to give people a, a a glimpse of who you are as a person, and uh, and to form relationships. That's yeah. what people. That's what users want out of social media is to form relationships with people even though they say otherwise or even though they think consciously that they, that they want otherwise, that they just want to find out <clears throat> what's up with Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte today.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, they, they really want to form relationships and so you've got to give them a little bit of that and the only way to fail at hashtags is to only give people content that's on topic and to only – um you know and to never insert yourself yeah to...
0: well i think we have broken down hashtags pretty well here and this is a good conversation so uh all right man i think uh i, I think if you are having hashtag questions obviously you can email us let us know or you know um, you know research this topic as well on your own because there is a healthy amount out there but um you know hashtags can be a very powerful thing uh, to your marketing strategy for crowdfunding for you know selling a product early you know all that stuff it, it you know you, you should have a strategy built around it and it, it should you should give it some thought basically it shouldn't be you know oh, i'll just put these up it you know definitely has to have a little bit of of um, you know thought and and you know thinking behind it a little bit you know um but yeah cool good
1: talking all right hashtags, man. all right buddy I'm just wasting my days with the hope that is fading